Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Guess who's back? Back again. Lisey's back. Tell her friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Pod of Two Halves. It's a momentous day, a glorious day, a day full of retribution potentially, a day full of celebration, a day that will live long in the memory of everyone that listened to this show. Matthew Jackson is no longer with us. He's, uh... He's passed. Yeah, well, hang on a sec. Um, <laughs> the alcohol got him. The alcohol, Don't tempt fate, mate. You'll feel bad about fate. this. <laughs> it's true. Well, I had an intro planned there, and that's, that's gone off the rails, much like Jackson's career. Um, Lee's back. Yay! How are you doing, man? Mate, I'm fucked. <laughs> I am absolutely jet-lagged to shit. Where, when did you land? Um, 10.30 yesterday. Wow. Uh, one hour's kip on the 11-hour flight, and about four hours kip last night. Well, you look good, man. Sorry, so what time do you take off in America? 4.30. So afternoon flight. Yeah. Managed to have an hour. Can I just say, this is... An, on this is, this on, is on the flight how... home. 11-hour flight, one hour, one hour nap when I got home. This is how indicative of how fucked Lee is, right? He is the producer, the time master. I'm the one who had to click the stopwatch there. I'm doing the intro. Lee's sitting there with the, with the phone, with the stopwatch. I, I, I had to click it. Yeah, well, the Time Master is back to actually keep some uh, things in check. You know, the, the recordings over the last two weeks have got a little bit out of hand, I feel. Well. It took me a long time to listen to those bad boys, mate. Well, how did you find them? Uh, yeah, well, uh, obviously last week's episode was cracking, wasn't it? You know, full of lies, you know. Um, <laughs> full of lies. Our poor listeners having to listen to uh, 10 minutes of lies, you know, I felt... And something, you know, they're never going to actually know about, you know. 
just going from the lies, you know, it's very disappointing. I've, can you, I've heard they're making an ESPN 30 for 30 on this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll laugh. <laughs> um, do you know what is ironic, actually? Um, I was on the beach, um, it, where, where, where was I? In, in Slovenia, uh, looking for my for, for my family whilst also travelling to Haiti as well, um, also whilst in uh, LA. I was on the beach chatting with my mate and we were talking about YouTube and he was like, have you got any videos on YouTube? And I was like, yeah, I think I have actually. Type in my name. Pops in my name. What comes up? Oh, it's just so good because I know what pops up. <laughs> you know what comes up. That fucking pocket video Amazing. in the pub, mate. That's a decade uh, old, that one. Him, I had to explain to my mate Paul all about, you know, this fucking... You didn't have to. You just played the, the podcast. Bullshit. Huh? You just had to play the podcast. We explained it pretty well. <laughs> yes, well, they wanted a, uh, an, uh, a, I don't know, complete crock of shit story, then yes, I, could, I would have wow. to... Hang, hang on. I mean, did, did, did you or did you not play against Matt Jackson that day? Okay. I mean, to be honest, right, <laughs> to, to explain this story, you'd need so much subcontext to, to get to actually where it was. But uh, essentially, yes, Jackson did put on a, a couple of tackles on me. Fair play to him. Um, but I do remember also, as, as you pointed out, I scored. I also fucking got an assist in that game as well. Um, I believe you were on the end of that assist, no? No, I scored the other goal. You was on the end of it. I, assist, One of you I assisted your goal. Yeah, okay, there you go. So, and yeah, I come away, you know, this in-the-pocket bullshit. You know, it's, it's crap. <laughs> essentially, to the listeners... Jackson, who you had on, who we had on last week, he absolutely worships the ground Woods walks on. <laughs> so, for to get that, you know, that I don't know that that what, what's the word? I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. You know, that that just I don't know your gratitude and happiness, admiration, just, admiration. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, um, you know, it was perfect because you seized on the moment uh, and he played along. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this is genuinely what happened. To be honest. Um, I think if you didn't care, I, I think it would have probably stopped a long issue, time ago. The, the issue for me is I'm a defensive person. <laughs> and because I got so defensive about it, obviously the boys seized their moment and it's stuck ever since. Interesting so. fact. Uh, we know someone else that doesn't like the pocket story as well. Who's this? Mr. Flint is not a fan of this story either. <laughs> really? Yeah, seriously. Oh, he, he just hates it. He just hates yeah. it. Because it's, I think it's because it's a positive Jackson story. Exactly, (laughs) Jackson's getting glory shone upon him. Poor Jackson, unearned glory. Just one thing to touch upon as well in relation to that game. Um, You correctly uh, said that you know we we went into the game, we were cocky, we were you know we were confident we were going to win. You know, on on paper we were technically the better players. However, they did kind of outfought us, and I felt they outfought us in the middle. Who played in the middle that day? Is this a target at me? <laughs> well, you know. I mean, ultimately, I, 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 I did also score that day. I don't know why you're trying to create some but, narrative. But apparently that means nothing. <laughs> I feel like we were overran in the middle of the park that day, What's which is why it was a struggle for us. <laughs> you're just making up horseshit, mate. I reckon there was the amount of times I was dishing oh, the ball, d- dishing so the ball out, dishing the ball the out to my right winger, my tricky right winger. <laughs> Yeah, our, our five foot five fucking dominating midfielder. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I remember Flint doing a man marking job on oh, you that day. No, you're one hundred percent right. He did, didn't he? That was... Why are you in? Why are you not in Flint's pocket then? Well, probably am. <laughs> <laughs> Just that is not as I'll funny. Tr- I'll try and start it. It will never happen. <laughs> but you know, I'll, I'll give it a go. God, so, yeah, I forgot um, about that. 
Wow. And that's the intro to the show. Um, just quickly, how was your weekend, boys? Um, Chelsea won. Okay, mm. and Lee, you la- you you were obviously away. I was away. Uh, I was in a hotel in LA, ready to get ready for my preparation to come back. And I was obviously following the Everton game. And oh dear. Well, this leads on perfectly to our first topic of the day. Now, before I get on to that first topic of the day, Woods, we do have a, a special feature that's going to be happening throughout this show today, and it's called Baby Watch. <laughs> because, yes. as we understand, uh, your your little un. It is upstairs. She is. You want her to go to sleep. Ideally. She does not want to go to sleep. Not right now, no. Um, we have a whole routine and it works perfectly for a Tuesday night. I, I pick her up at five from, a, from nursery after work. We come home. We do dinner. We watch Pointless. She goes up to bed at six. I bathe her. I give her a bottle. By half six, in bed, usually fine. But um, uh, tonight... Not fancy in that game. Uh, she seems wide awake still, uh, basically uh, using the monitor to. She, she, it's, it's actually, I've got to explain. We FaceTime Lauren, my wife, um, who's in London today. So on Mondays and Tuesdays, we FaceTime her when she leaves the office at half five. And instead of kind of spending any time uh, acknowledging mum on the iPad screen, she spends the whole time looking at herself. And that's kind of what's going on with her upstairs at the moment is that I she's kind of looking where into this she gets camera. That from, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she loves the camera. So um that's kind of what's going on at the moment. She's she yanked the camera down earlier. Um hopefully it's still in place right now. Uh fingers crossed though, uh smooth smooth sailing from here on out. And you know who hasn't got smooth sailing from here on out? Andre Gomez. Because that guy has been absolutely brutalized his his poor ankle. Is, is a mess. Um, I suppose it's the first place to start. Everton versus Spurs. I watched the game. It was appalling. Dreadful. No quality on show by either side. Um, a, 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 a dismal game summed up by a really nasty, not nasty, just a really unfortunate <laughs> incident. Um, obviously, the injury to, to Andre Gomez. Now, obviously, there is a lot of... Uh, um, there's a lot of controversy over, over you know, around the, the punishment to Son. He was booked and then the referee basically changed his mind. It's actually because of the severity of what happened. You should now be sent off now. The red card has now been rescinded and all is right with the world. Because in my humble opinion, this, this man's opinion, it, it was not a sending off offence. Um, but I understand that the pair of you disagree with me wholeheartedly on this. Firstly, what was what was the Premier League's justification on rescinding it? Do we know this, Woods? Uh, I haven't seen any wording for it yet. You guys talk, I'll get it up. Thank you. Because, well, we actually share an opinion on uh-huh. this. Although, yeah. um, Strangely enough. I did point out to, to Michael, yeah, as, as I think you just alluded to there, the fact that he's a Tottenham player probably means... You know, this is the reason why you've been on this, this way. I've seen my opportunity um, to pile on. This is, the, this is the thing, right? So on the way home, I was because we were chatting about this in the WhatsApp group. And like, I, I am, you know, adamant I don't think it's a red. And you are very much adamant that you think it is a red. And I was on the way home. I was sitting there like, why the fuck 
Because I can't... I know that by the pair of you have eyes and you've got a brain, okay? And you're not <laughs> fucking idiots. And I'm sitting there thinking, why in the fuck are, they, are these two so adamant that it's a red card? And then I went, of course, it's Spurs. And Woods obviously hates Spurs, so there we go. And you know... Do you know... Do you know the, then I was sitting there like, but why does Lee think it's a red card? It was only till he then reminded me that he's an Everton fan when I got in. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, there we go. That's why. Um, yeah, well... It, you obviously have the opinion that it's not it's not a reckless challenge, um, or is that is that more right in thinking that, Michael? Sorry, you don't think it's a reckless challenge? No, because in my view, and as I ta- as I touched upon before we uh, started the pod, there had been a previous incident between Gomez and, and uh, Son, which ultimately I think led to that tackle. The tackle, I believe, whilst. You know, he, he, we heard this. You know, he's not—he's not a malicious player. He's, he's not in, in that. You know, that—that's not the way he plays. I still think, if you look at his position, if you look at his his face, his his leg is high. I think it is a, a reckless challenge. I think it's dangerous. He's endangered an opponent, and which, you know, ultimately led to a, a broken ankle, or dislocated ankle, and a fractured fractured one of that as well. So ask me. That. So all right, there's your case. I'm going to read you the statement. Thank well, you. I, hang on, I, I reckon Woods would also have an opinion on this as well, though. Hyun Min Son will be available for Tottenham Hotspur's next three get domestic fixtures after an independent regulatory commission upheld a claim of wrongful dismissal, the FA said in a statement. That's the it. The law's on my side, boys and girls. That's all they've said about it. Is that it? it? That's literally all because they've said. The weird thing is they came out after the game and explained why he had to walk. Yeah. So they explained the red card, and now they basically decided that what they explained... What isn't the rules? I, I just to go back to the point. Um, it's an absolute hatchet job, mate. He has basically gone in to put one on him. Now he hasn't gone in with the intent to break the man's ankle, but then again, no normal human being other than Roy Keane would go in with the intent to maim someone. Um, so it just doesn't wash for me. Um, his reaction mm. afterwards, he obviously it looked sincere. I have no doubt he's probably pretty upset about the fact that he's almost ended a man's career. Um, but I kind of feel that's played in heavily into how he's managed to get out of the suspension. Um, it's a wild tackle from behind. Um, and although that the impact wasn't what caused the, the leg or the ankle break, um, it was certainly <laughs> what caused it to break on the impact after uh, Gomez obviously took his next step. It's just a wild out of control tackle. This is what I mentioned Woods, to, to Michael and he shot me down straight away. I said the proximate cause of the injury is the tackle. And therefore, that's that's why it should you know it's, it it should be a red. But this is this is the thing, right? So in um in the game Palace versus um what was it Palace versus who did they play? Leicester. I've gone, I've gone mad. Leicester. Um, there was a breakaway. Gendouzi absolutely murdered someone. Uh, no, uh, no, yeah. Um, I hope the, hang on, I've got really confused here. There was a game, it was Gendouzi. Gendouzi against Zaha. Palace last weekend where he rugby tackled right, the yeah. player. Basically, rugby, right, now if Zaha lands on his shoulder and, and basically severely dislocates his shoulder and he has to have surgery and he's out for the season because he's done something absolutely horrendous or his, his arm snaps in two, is Gendouzi sent off for that? I think he should have been be. for what it's worth. No, but, he, but he's not though. We see, we've been seeing those, those fouls, those... It's a tactical foul at the end of the day. Uh, for me, I've that seen wasn't a tactical worse. foul from Son. It, was, it, was, it, it wasn't was, a tactical foul it because was it, a tactical foul. No, because the guy was away. No, he wasn't. He was heading straight to a. He was heading straight to a fullback because he then fell straight into Aurea afterwards. There was a player in front of him. It wasn't a counter-attacking movement at all. It was a malicious. It, tackle. it was. It was. A, it was a counter-attacking movement. 
I, I firmly believe this because there, there was players uh, around him. Yeah, there was players around him, but the, but Son's contact on him means that he overruns what, what, the what ball. What you always got to ask yourself is: Is this Gomez mate outstripping fucking Son? That's bullshit. Yeah. Mate. There's there's no reason he it's would no outstrip way. him, and the reason was because he, he had no intent on running with him. The intent was I'm going to take you out. Yeah, I know. And and so how many times do you see that in a game where you see there's a tactical foul, there's there's a foul, but we're going to stop the moving but forward it's from behind. And there, it's it's high. The, the, you the, say the, that there, there is the, no the, there is no there is there is there is not over force in it. There's no overly aggression. There is force. How how can they not be overly forcing it? How is there overly forced? The, the guy, the, the guy the, wouldn't have done the injury if there wasn't overly forced. Because his fucking leg was planted in the in the in the turf, mate. And now, and and the, the contact comes from his trailing leg, which is tucked in anyway. But the other leg is high as well. So, 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 so every time that someone tries to block the ball and they raise their leg, that's a, that's a sending off apparently. <laughs> no, you, you, no, but, uh, no but no, but I'm getting ganged up on it horribly, <laughs> and you guys both have horrible bias towards against Spurs and for Everton. <laughs> I would love you to take your glasses off and read this properly. The law says it's not a red card, right? You guys will have to probably just like it and lump it and agree with me because all I would say the law states that all I'm I would right. say is if that's Deli Alley, that doesn't get overturned. Because that 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 I, I do believe that there's an element in this where oh it's Son, he's not that kind of player, has done him a favour here. And his reaction, um, as you said, his reaction is very you know, it's quite dramatic, isn't it? Yeah. You know? So is Orias. Orias should have been sent off out of the two of them, to be honest with you. He's the one that flew in afterwards. Well, a lot of Spurs fans tried to pin, pin Orias for it, again, because it fits with them liking Son it and hating Orias. Yeah, it exactly. It fits with the narrative, I'm sure. Um, I think for what it's worth on Orias, I don't know what he was trying to do in that moment. No idea. Um, you, could, you could argue that the, you know, the, the stumble from what? Gomez is probably, probably thrown him a bit. Yeah. What I will say yeah. is, what I will say is, I think we're in the we're in a culture certainly now, and especially with VAR, um, that every every action on a football pitch there needs to be a culprit and there needs to be a victim and there needs to be someone to blame. They're, they're, we are in a society in general where we always have to point the finger at someone and pin something on someone else. I think we are. Uh, the fact of the matter is, you guys have played football, so have I. It's a full contact sport and accidents happen. And I but, think... Uh, let, 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 me, let me finish before you jumble in with your little, with your little beak, right? The fact of the matter <laughs> is, in this situation, everyone is so quick to, to, to pin the blame on someone when I've seen... I've been watching football for fucking 20 years. I've seen that kind of tackle happen a million times and nothing else happens of it. If Andre Gomez hadn't had his studs planted in the turf and then also be trying to stretch because um, what's-his-face is coming in? Aurea. Uh, Aurea. Yeah. That doesn't happen. And then no one remembers it afterwards. The fact that he's murdered his fucking ankle is the only reason we're talking about this. And that cannot be purely 100% blamed on, an, on a fairly innocuous... It's definitely a booking. Do not get me wrong. It's a, and it's a, not a good foul at all. But to tell me it's a red card purely because of what happened afterwards... Is is wrong, and we're looking to blame someone not, I, when I don't think there is blame to be had. I think that me and Woods have argued though that it's not purely just for the outcome; it's because of the initial highness recklessness. It's, it's, that's why I think it's a red. Guys, you, so so um, Jag, was it, Jag, is it Jag Yoko? How was that? Let's <laughs> <laughs> go back here because you argued against that. He did. You did to be fair. Son did. That was not a worse tackle. It was a miles worse tackle <laughs> no. than this one. No, he was actually trying to play the ball for a start. No, he was trying Son to fucking... Was, you know what? Son, They're both quite Son similar. Was, no, no, no. Jackie Elka generally was trying to play the ball. He was late, but he was trying to play the ball. However, Son was, it, had no intention of playing and, that ball. And the difference there is, is Jackie Elka may have been trying to play the ball, but he was using excessive force, something that which Son was not doing. 
I don't think he was using excessive force. I think he was well, making a was... genuine play to, to win the ball. We've, I've, I've argued this Are one you before. using force? Okay, so if he's used force, I, I would argue that Sons was more force because... How the is way, he using force? The, it's a lunge, mate. It's a lunge from behind, whereas, like, Jagielka is trying to play the ball, excessive force and late. You guys need to get your eyes tested. I, 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 I'm, I'm baffled. All I would I'm say, Mikey, all I would say is that if you drive at 35 mile an hour, say, in a... Oh, now you're talking to the guy no? that can't drive. Right, okay, apologies. But say you're driving above the speed limit in a 30 zone, right? Um, if you get caught by the police, you're going to get some points, right? If you hit a kid... Then yeah, I've, I, I saw I saw this analogy online. I've read I've seen this exact analogy. That's absolutely fine. This has never ever been brought into football in that way. We've never. No, no, no. I agree, before. but maybe and it I should. I don't think we need to. I use think we've it even touched on it in the podcast about something along these lines that when when a player causes such a significant injury to a player that you know. It, there should be an element but of But then if this is our English law, why, why can't we apply this in, 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 in the sport as well, which is played by people that have to abide by the law? Because we're gonna, all of a sudden we're going to get into a situation, and I mentioned this in the WhatsApp group earlier, let's say two players are, are doing a shoulder barge, you've got someone massive and someone small, Daniel James, for example. Dan James is small and he gets knocked around a lot. Let's say him and Virgil van Dijk are running for the ball. Van Dijk gives him an excessive shoulder barge, which maybe is a booking, maybe is not. And Dan James flies over the hoardings, smashes his face on a camera and loses an eye. Right? What, is Van Dijk now sent off for something that, you know... Do, do you know what I mean? He's, like, in, he's endangered an opponent. But there's something that... But if he had... He's used to be excessive to him off. No, but, like, yeah. but, but what I'm saying is but that kind of stuff happens like all of the fucking time in football. You can't judge something on just because of the outcome, because of its, its happenstance and its luck. And this is what I'm getting at. We're trying to pin the blame on something where there are some things, the cause and effect, there is such a grey area there that you can't always pin that happened and that person's to blame when there's so many other elements that come into play in the middle of it. And to, to, to blame Son for this and to send him off for it is completely wrong. And the fact that um, because there's so many things, there's so many variables in play that you can't just say one plus one equals two. It's completely false. And I do data analysis for a living, and you cannot, you physically cannot make these assumptions when you don't have the full data at our hand. It's, 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 <laughs> and this is why do I, I do insurance, and that's why I mentioned proximate cause. This is why you basically mug you everyone off all the, the time. The, the, the positive, the domino effect. What was the what was the initial start of that? It was the tackle. Yeah, but and, it, and if you were to and if you were to bring this in and start having this as legislation, the game will be the, the game at the moment with VAR, as we'll discuss now, I suppose. Because I mean, the, for example, the Delhi Alley handball was ridiculous. That that was they looked at that twenty six times. Every but, single one of those shots, I was going, "Is hit his hand? Is hit his hand? Is hit his hand?" So why did they not give the penalty just out of interest? Was there a reason for it? Because yeah, because of Mina. Because the Mina, because of because the, they were challenging together. That was why they didn't with his arm above his head. Yeah. And I referred to one uh, early in the season, I think it was right at the beginning, with Laporte, who was in the box, but he had his hand down by his side, literally no intention of trying to get the ball, and that was given as you know, a penalty. Whereas Deli Alley's gone with his That's arm madness. above his head, so it's not in a natural position. No, it's not. And with the new law is, you know, if it hits a defending player, then it's pretty much going to be a penalty. Especially if your arms up in the air and that in the, not in a natural position. Yeah. I, I, was, I was amazed at that because they spent so long looking at it that it's like, well, they're definitely going to give it, right? When, you know, when they spent so much time, they're just kind of validating, yes, it's definitely his own. Well, the commentators went, oh, it's definitely a penalty. Like, they were just like, oh, it's, you know, yeah. there it is. It's a penalty. It's a clear penalty because of the law. Exactly. But this is the thing. Like, if we start, the law itself at the moment is completely, the, the, the way the rules are implemented and, and kind of enforced is such an absolute clusterfuck that 
starting to bring in clear cause and effect and, you know, oh, this guy fell awkwardly because someone blew on him and he's done his cruise shirt, so let's send the guy off. It's like, none of that, that is completely uh, in the realms of madness. And this is, I know that that's quite a, um, an, uh, an exaggerated example, <laughs> yeah. but this is what you're saying with Son. This is, this is, it's the same principle, and this is why, for me, it's not a sending off, because the actual tackle itself, what was nasty, I, I grant you, it's not a nice tackle. I've never in my life seen that as a red card, in, uh, and, and I'd be baffled. And if, that, but that's, if that's the way the game's going, fair enough. But for me, not, no. And as the law has stated, they've rescinded it, so it's they obviously agree with me. Honestly, like, it's because he tried. They've, they've t- 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 I, I genuinely believe that because it's Son and because he cried, they're like, oh, he clearly shows remorse here. He's, he's not meant to do it. I find it's completely ridiculous. But I can take your point, Mike. I do understand where you're coming from. Um, I, I, do, I do appreciate it. I, I did think that it was a really poor tackle. Um, he has no intention of playing the ball. He wants to just play the man and put one on him. And that's, that's my yeah, issue with and it. That, but and it's from behind. It. In, it's wild and it's from behind. so many games. But as, so as, many games. but as we said in the WhatsApp group, Fernandinho this is makes why we a career love out of it. Right, again, but on the Fernandinho ones, because you've gone to this, right? They're, they're different. They are they different. Are completely different, Fernandinho ones. Completely different. Oh, they're, 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 right, there's a little bit more in the someone, I'll completely grant you. But what's to say, the way that you're talking about this cause and effect gimmick, what's to say Fernandinho does it, someone lands on their fucking knee and dislocates a knee? Do you know what I mean? It's the same. Yeah, I get you. You're talking about it in that sense. For me, I, looked at, I was watching that game and the, the patting of the game was scrappy, it was horrible, it was the bitty, it was horrible. I think Son was very frustrated, as you mentioned, because he got caught by Gomez beforehand. And didn't have a penalty correctly. Didn't, didn't have a penalty correctly, because that wasn't a penalty for my Can, can we just touch on that quickly before we move on? Sure. I watched that back in slow-mo, because I was watching his, where he was looking. The second he feels the contact, he's looking, eyeballing the ref. Where's the ref? Looking straight yeah. at the referee. It's disgusting. I mean, to be fair, he should have been booked for that. And then he, if you're saying it was a booking, he should have walked anyway. Yeah, there you go. To be fair, you're right. <laughs> let's let's move on. We're, to we're wrap gonna, up we're quickly, though, with, with, with Gomez, he's had he's had his surgery. He had yeah. it yesterday, yeah. and he's now out of hospital. The rehabilitation starts now. So, Do you know how long it will so take? It's going to be a long journey for him. It's going to be several months the to a year. The thing with these injuries is that some players, Aaron Ramsey, they do come back. Some players, Eduardo, they don't. Right, yeah. there's a lot of mentality in this, and and I referred to Coleman as well previously. Exactly, I don't think he's the same player. It's the mentality because now when you're going into kind of hard contact situations, instead of being 100 percent into it, you're you're 80, 70 because you're a little bit more cautious with what you're doing, and then you're no longer an elite level footballer. You're just a good footballer. And the additional knock-on of this is that obviously you've already lost the dresser gay from your centre midfield. You've now lost the probably the most important player in that centre midfield now for the season. The long-term, well, not the long-term, but probably the short-term knock-on effect is that um, Marco Silva, a man that was already under pressure, they, they had to cost his job. Well, he's got to go back to Schneidlin and fucking... Um, Delph. Delph, Because this Everton season is basically a write-off at this point. Yeah, I, I completely And Silva's agree. probably going to lose his I... job from it, and it's all because of this one moment, which, you know, it's sad. It's, it, is sad. it is sad. Really sad. Because he had been injured as well, and he had only just got back into the team, and he was starting to click and look quite decent I was, I was I was gutted for him and yeah I'm gutted for myself because showing a turn of pace as well you see <laughs> as you said I think our season is we, we are fucked I think we are fuck maybe a bit I don't know it's, it's not looking good at the moment as you said Marcus Silva is under extreme pressure mm. he needed uh a good, a good run of the results recently uh obviously we lost last time didn't we against Brighton 
the performance wasn't good enough uh, this week, and we, we 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 scrambled a draw. You know, it's a last minute goal. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's looking grim, and as was said, you know, probably the best player in the, on, on the park is for Everton is, is no longer in the definitely not going to be there this season. So. Well, don't worry, man. Look, you can join me in the in the no hopers club. There's no worries. Mate, my, my no hope is fucking relegation, mate. <laughs> Hoping not to get relegated. Hoping not to get relegated. Um, let's talk about let's let's change gears enormously because that's what we do on the show. We try and change gears enormously. Now. From the struggles of Everton and the struggles of well, Man United, obviously all the time. We've got fireworks happening outside. By yeah, apologies at this end as well. Yeah, it's this comedy. Um, Arsenal. It's the gift that keeps on giving. My word, my word. It's not got better, has it? They hounded their hero, their legend manager, out of the club to replace him with a charlatan, mate. And now at this point, they want rid of that charlatan. And it only Wait, gets. I, all I'm saying is, I call this. From only the start, gets right? better though, because the man that's linking himself with the job is no other than Jose fucking Mourinho. The man that basically has ridiculed that club for his entire career in this country is going to potentially go take over and implement his shit house football on that football club. And you can go, I, I just hope it happens so much. I have got friends that are Arsenal fans and I feel for them on this, but AFTV is going to be fucking golden, mate, if he goes there. They hounded I, I, Wenger out for three years, got rid of him, and now all of a sudden they're going to end up with Jose Mourinho. You can see why Jose Mourinho wants to take that job, though, because as you said, he fucking hate, he hated uh, Wenger. So to, and the fact that he always called him out, you don't win trophies, you won't win in anything. The fact that he thinks he can go there and maybe possibly do something, I think is, is something that's like really alluring to him. He wants to do that. He just wants a big club, mate. The phone's not ringing anymore. You know what I mean? I, well, it, this is the thing. You say big club, you know, big club, but with, you know, aspirations of not being that big. Yeah, such as appointing a manager who's basically only success is middle managing severe to Europa League success um, when's it happening then when, when, when's Emery going well he's got Leicester this weekend so if he's on the wrong end of a tonk in there I, I could see that, that that trigger getting awfully close to being pulled apparently it's going to cost 6 million to get rid of him he's, he's out of contract in the end of the, um, the season anyway so I think there's some fans that are erring on the side of just see it out I think there's some fans that are very much obviously off that and just be get rid none of them might I say none of them. I think there's a, there's a few that would like to kind of just give it Freddie Umberg to the end of the season or something along those lines. Um, they want to do a Man United thing. Yeah, I think that's, you know, the, the Ollie, also Frank Lampard approach. Um, is this what we're going to see now? Is this, probably. Is this like the until next people era re- of Premier League, I mean, it's still it? So we've had the era of like, you know, the dinosaurs, uh, you know, and now we've got the, the era, well, then we had the era of like the foreign managers coming over and now we've got the new era of the former Premier League players now becoming... It could be a thing, man. It could be a thing. I mean, ultimately, like, top players... I mean, Pochettino obviously played for Argentina at a World Cup. Um, so he's got an international pedigree as a, as a footballer, not obviously in the Premier League. Uh, I don't know what Klopp's background... I don't think he was a particularly outstanding footballer. Obviously, Pep Guardiola was uh, part of that um, dream team of Barcelona's in the in the early and, and mid-90s. So I think it's, it's more a case that we're getting old, that we now recognise the managers coming in as players... That's when you this know you're true. old. I think yes, that's part of this it. Is true. Um, do I think they will point Jose Mourinho? No, I just 
I just think that they will be, they will recognise that what they got at the stadium at the moment is is basically is, is um, toxic. It's a toxic stadium with what's going on with Emery and Xhaka. What they need to do is get rid of both of those two for a start. January, see you later. Um, and they need to kind of just get that uplift, uh, positivity coming in, which is give it to uh, a, you know an Arsenal legend at least to the end of the season before you can get your ducks in a row. Is there any rumblings from the board? Like, because obviously I, I've watched a bit of Arsenal TV whilst I was out in America. It was, it was, you know, hilarious. So there's obviously discontent within the stadium. But are we hearing anything from the well, others? The, I mean, the owners are busy mid-season in the NFL at the moment, and also the NBA <laughs> season just kicked off. So they're, they're too, um, especially because their NBA team is a really good team, and their NFL team is a really good team. They're probably slightly distracted at the moment from what's going on over there. Given how they saw Wenger out for like what a good two, three years, probably uh, past, you know, when he should have really gone, can I don't I I, I reckon Emery stays. I think there's a good chance that Emery's there. Come, I, as, as you said, it's going to take some several tonkings, I reckon. But whilst they they are in, in the mix and in in the league, they're in terms only of like Champions League five or six points back Europe on league. top four, right? Five or six points. Yeah, so, it's, it's really it's really tight in, in that middle section. Yeah. And funny enough, you talk about VAR. Just to kind of go back and talk about VAR. VAR robbed them of um, two points versus uh, Palace, obviously, uh, which would have been a, a pretty emotional victory coming back and obviously taking the three points there, which may well have put them into the game against West. Oh, sorry, what's there? Wolves at the weekend and maybe galvanise them to get three points there. You know, the, VAR is obviously <laughs> it's meant to solve these issues, these bad decisions, and ultimately it's causing them instead. Um, but it's sacking managers is what it's going to be. It is. It's already got rid of one. Uh, Yavi Gracia uh, obviously had three points robbed from him at Newcastle because of a a handball decision that didn't yes. get ruled. So it's already robbed one um, and it's going to see someone else out. And I think that obviously you look at Unai Emre and you look at Marco Silva and those are the two key candidates at the moment. I think that could suffer from this. The thing is like with Arsenal, you know, we talk about are they a big club or not? Now, if I ask you both that question, are Arsenal a big club? What do you say? I think they're a big club in this country. But not on the world stage. Not on the world stage anymore. Not not for not for quite a while. Not for quite a while. If you do a comparison of where they finish in the league with the other teams around Europe and where those teams finish in their league, they're they're not they're not big they're not big clubs. It'll be you know you can I know buy Leverkusen's and you know decent clubs, but not not elite. Certainly not elite. So for that reason, why 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 would they be getting rid of Emery now then? And that's, I think, and I think when you both say you, you can see him there in May, you know, I can as well. I can't see them getting I, rid of him I, I because don't, I don't think they've got that big club mentality like a Bayern Munich, as it were, who have gone and sacked Kovac after losing three games in 2019. Yes, granted, one of them was what they got dropped 5 1. 5 1 this weekend by, yeah. um, God, Eintracht Frankfurt, wasn't it? They went down to 10 men after nine minutes, to be fair. As Jerome Boateng saw his walking orders. But, it's it's an interesting one. It's a fair point. You know, do elite clubs basically see a situation and go enough faster than other clubs? I mean, Bayern Munich, this has been on the... Ryan's been on the wall for a while with, with Kovac. It, it seemed a weird appointment at the time, a manager that had... Just, just by the way, sorry to interrupt, I can't wait to edit this show because it's fucking fireworks. Yeah, I can hear him, man. It's going to be a it's, nightmare. It's, I, was, I was wondering, it's, you know... Right. I know we're, can we open the... Can, mate, can, can it's we, the celebration for my return. Can we open the thing? That the well, you hear the glory. No, so I can see the fucking... The colours. I can see there's like... I can see the reflection of colours. They're going to open the little blind now. 
Well, it's raining. I know, I know well, people aren't happy with Parliament, weather. but that, this isn't like just Guy, like Guy Fawkes Part it Two. And stopped. Yeah. Like you literally opened it and it stopped. There's no. There's no. No, they, they, they know my return is is now. And you're annoyed the fact that you can't do the pod. <laughs> Shut up. Excellent. So I carry on. No, anyway, yeah. So they lost the, the, the Frankfurt at the weekend. But in terms of Kovac, um, it seems a weird appointment at the time. I think he came from overachieving at um, one of the the lesser teams within the league uh, to get the big job at Bayern Munich. And since he's been there, I think he's just been undermined from above. You've got Uli Hoeneß, who's um, scumbag number one, and uh, Karl-Heinz Rummenigge, who's scumbag number two, uh, with, I think, Salihamidzic, who's scumbag number three, who's the director of football there. And he's just seemed to never got the full backing of those um, those members. He's coming at a difficult time at Bayern, because obviously they've gone from being a, a very old team last year, uh, with Ribery, Robin on the way out. Um, he's now obviously injected some youth, and we've seen that come to fruition against Tottenham, um, especially um, in the Champions League. But it sounds like he's never quite won the dressing room over of those more mature players such as um, Manuel Neuer um, and um, Thomas Muller as well. Uh, and that's been the problem. I think the young players are kind of bought into him, but the, the older older players have not. The start of the season, it's not been perfect in the league. I think they're four points off top, but they, they're suffering with injuries. So I think a couple of their big summer signings, well, one of their big summer signings hasn't actually played yet. Um, and that's uh, Hernandez, isn't it? The the French um, mm-hmm. World Cup winner. So they're missing one of their centre-halves. Another one of their centre-halves got injured, uh, that's Sula, who had is one of the players that actually improved under Kovac and also lost Jerome Boateng now to suspension. So they've got like no centre-halves. Uh, they've got a big Champions League game this week and also they've got Dortmund next weekend. So my understanding is actually Kovac handed his res- resignation in. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, he he, he, did, he he didn't take the boot. He basically walked away from it. Um, Can I just say, I love the fact you said that as if you have a source. I have a source at the club. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, my, my German contact. It's Gillen Balaguer over there, mate, but the German version. <laughs> I could be. I mean, I've got as much actual sources as he has. You know, you they're all in the fridge. Uh, but I can claim them nonetheless. Um, so they've got a pretty tough week, um, as is, without any centre-halves. Um, he's probably just fed up with being undermined. And Didn't this happen with uh, Pep Guardioli? He had beef with the uh, with He did. That he got fed up with it. Uh, Pep got then fed up with the doctors as well, because he wanted his own doctors. Make that what you will. Um, <laughs> uh, Ancelotti then suffered as well with the same people. This, there is a repetition here with this club and they always go back to uh, Yupankis who obviously was in charge before Pep and delivered mm-hmm. a treble which Pep wasn't able to do um, and I think he came in after Ancelotti before Kovac I want to say uh, did. and it's probably on the list again of just go get Heinkus in and see us Isn't through he getting a bit old though isn't he like really old really old mate he's not just a bit old he is ancient um, but speaking of who they're going to put in, now that's where it's quite interesting because this is this is a good club to take over. We've seen them in, in Europe. I mean, it does kind of say how bad Tottenham are that they got tonked 7-2 at home against the club that have now sacked their manager. You know, how <laughs> shit must you be? Um, well, the favourite for the why, job... Why, why is Jose not waving his hand? Oh, he's desperately waving, mate. They're I mean, just not the, calling. The, the favourite for the job is <laughs> Ralph Rangnick. Oh, yeah, he's, he's always around in Germany, isn't he, doing good stuff? Yeah. I think he's been with Leipzig before, hasn't yeah. he? And then you've got Hansi Flick, uh, you've got Eric Ten Hag, Allegri, I'd say his first name was... <laughs> Maximiliano. There you go. Uh, and then Thomas Tuchel, they're the top So they've called Tuchel. Tuchel told him to fuck off uh, because he's obviously got a better job. 
Yeah, Barlow has already made the call, which makes sense. He's got... To Lewandowski, Goethe and Hummels. Yeah, I don't think that really matters, mate, these days. So... He, he's quite happy at Paris, understandably so, because he's got he's got a really good chance of winning the Champions League there. But this is this is a delicious club to take over, right? Because they are a good team. You look at them; they, they've got all the pieces there. Lewandowski's a machine. They are a genuine big team as well, and like they've got money. So got a fucking amazing stadium. You're linking all these kind of other German managers, blah blah. They're all going to suffer the same things. FC Hollywood's right. That is basically their name. They are FC Hollywood. They're all about that. Go get Arsene Wenger. Just go get Arsene Wenger until the end of the season. He's got a couple of his French boys in there. He's also finally going to get the best out of Serge Gnabry as well. Um, <laughs> Mate, I'd love it if that happened. I'd just, comes in, yeah. wins a treble. A smart appointment. Wins a treble. Arsenal fan TV losing their mind about it. At the same time <laughs> over in Gooneville, they've got Jose Mourinho shithousing their way to eighth. It's a delicious time. I tell These you. would be the same fans that like pretty much like you know marched Wenger yeah. out. You know, <laughs> Robbie Robbie rubbing his hands, mate. He's not just buying Bentleys. He's buying like he's private <laughs> jets at this point. Um, a little bit of bubbly. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'd love Wenger to get the job. I, will he get it? He's, I think he's even mentioned because he's on TV tonight for the, the Champions League coverage on BN, I think. Um, and I think they've even asked him, and he's kind of made it announced like, yeah, this is a job that interests me. I'd love I it, mate. I can see why not, mate. I, do you know what I mean? I can see why. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's ultimately a team which humbled his Arsenal on a couple of occasions as well, which is quite funny. But um, the, the problems will still exist for what it's worth. Uh, just going back to it, as long as those two, Hunes and Romaniga, are there, they will always have these problems with their managers, that their managers are just going to have this bullshit from above constantly there. And that's the main reason why Jose can't exist there. Because Jose, he ain't going to play with this. Freak. He's not going to... He struggled with Woodward, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Woodward, who just says yes. Exactly. He's fucking the ultimate yes man. Um, let's, let's change gears again. Quickly. Let's shift down a gear, you know. Let's shift down, down a gear. Down, down, I like it. I like it. That's very nice. Because we want to talk about the relegation battle. Yeah. Now... I feel like Woods has put this topic in for, for my benefit, I feel. Well, it gives I, you I something to talk about, right? for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Getting sucked into that battle, Leesky. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've been listening. You know, you, you, you took glee in us losing to Brighton, didn't you? I, the only reason I took glee. So did you, if I remember. Can, can right, I just yeah, say you were the, both quite happy about the it. The reason I took yeah. glee is because 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 I said I said I didn't buy into this two 0 picture over West Ham. I said I didn't buy into it. I said he's still a fraud. He's still a charlatan. And he went to he, he went to to Brighton. Was Brighton, wasn't it? Um, and obviously got scorned by VAR, um, and, and they proved you right. Again, you know, it's happened, you know, we've not getting the VAR uh, rub of the green lately at all. The, fuck, the, VA, the VAR rub of the green, the VAR <laughs> is 100% correct, boys and girls. There's no rub of the green, well, it's we know right that's or wrong. Bullshit, don't we? Um, yeah. But speaking of West Ham, I'm, I'm not saying they're relegation candidates, mate, but they're in free. Getting ball, sucked in, mate. He's under pressure. Do you think they're getting sucked in? I absolutely, absolutely. The way, the, the way I look at the league at the moment is, whilst, the, you know, there are some bigger teams down in the lower end. You know, Man United were there like, you know, literally a week or two ago. Now they've gone back up a little bit. It's so tight in that from literally, what is it, sixth, seventh down onwards? It's like, there's not that. And you get down to like Watford, who I think are a little adrift. So Sheffield United are sixth on 16 points exactly, and yeah. Southampton are 18th on eight. So there's an eight point gap there. Um, 
Speaking of West... That can change very quickly. Speaking of West Ham... Between 6th and 17th is five points. Uh, there we go. That's what I mean. That's you know five I mean? points. You know, that's, that's something that can change around quickly. Whilst, you know, but, uh, you know I'm not saying Everton are going to change around quickly, far from it, you know, especially as Gomez has now gone. But, um, yeah, I, I think we are in danger. Can someone tell, talk, talk to me about the Southampton game, the, the absolute drubbing that they took? Because oh. I haven't seen anything of it. Oh, and they are definitely... A, they're a candidate. They're done, they? mate. They're you think they're done? Well, they had a bit of a bounce back this weekend. They, they, showed, they showed something against Man City, and I don't think it was a massive surprise, to be fair. I think if you're a professional and have anything about you, uh, you're going to put in a shift when you go to the Etihad after getting humbled 9-0 at home. Um, didn't, they, didn't they go in the League Cup as well? Did they, they did. They lost 3-1 in the League Cup. They, they lost 2-1 in the end in the league after taking the lead early, um, which I thought was pretty poor keeping from Edison, fair to say. Questionable, at least. Yeah, I thought I it was questionable. It. I thought it was questionable. What I will say is, though, is that whilst I mean, I, I've, I mean, Southampton for me, I, I, I think I've predicted them to lose every game we've had so far, and I don't see it with them at all. What I will say is, though, they got murdered nine nil. Their goal difference is only two worse than Norwich's, and it's the same as Watford's. Yeah. Speaking of Norwich, just a little shout out to Jackson from last week. Uh, when I was listening to the predictions, I was completely baffled because he was doing my selections, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Why the fuck has he gone for Norwich away to Brighton? And Norwich, who are not in form at all at the moment. <laughs> cheers, cheers, Jackson. Thank dreadful. you very much for that. Truly <laughs> dreadful. Nor- Norwich, mate. You know, we, maybe we, I think we got a little bit carried away at the beginning of the uh, season. I think you called it, didn't yeah. you? You said. And then afterwards, you're like, oh, well, maybe not. Uh, they they duped me in a bit. Score. They were seeming to score. But since the goals have dried up, because they've always been, they, they play a bit too much football, right? And, I, and, and I'm all for it. Because ultimately, you go play what you want to play, right? Don't just turn up and start trying to shithouse your way to stay in the Premier League, because it won't work. Norwich couldn't turn up and basically turn into Burnley and try and survive. They had to play this style of football. Um and it was working whilst they had, I think, their players fit, firstly. And secondly, Pookie was banging them in at the other end. I think the injuries have really kind of taken away a lot of that um, creativity. They're not really creating too many chances and they're just conceding goals. Um, I think at this what's, moment... What's that goals? was the goal stat, sorry, Michael? It's for Norwich. They're, they've got minus 15. Conceded 26. 26. Yeah, yeah after 11 games. You know, that, that, that's going to see you out of the league. And they, Norwich are basically what we thought thought they were for what it's worth I think they are exactly what we thought they were at the start of the season the teams that are less like that are like Sheffield United who are sixth at the moment who have an incredible away record um, Brighton who are now starting to pick up the points uh, to go with their performances they they obviously trained in the right way and Crystal Palace as well who are continuing to have a very good season as well the teams that are obviously still down there Watford still no wins this season I haven't seen an upturn in form uh, no, nothing's convincing me that the, the uh, change of manager no. is going to work. I, I would not be surprised if there's another change. They of smell like Fulham from last year at this point, which mm. is they're going to keep knee jerking managers. Um, honestly, at this point, well, it, was, it was a strange decision in the, in the first absolutely. place to go back to a guy who they didn't deem good. It enough. was a very Italian football move, and they're owned by an Italian football owner. Yeah. So it is because effectively they always go back to basically they tried and trusted um, that they need to get on the phone to Allardyce. <laughs> oh, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. I, I genuinely believe at this point. And, and he's perfect for that club because Everton was too too big for him in terms of the, the way he wants to play football. He was yeah. never going to win. The fans weren't going to buy into it. Watford will pre- appreciate anything in terms get of getting Get Deeney back fit and just get that ball forward. And you've got a couple of really yeah. strong, technically and uh, tactically sound midfielders as well, and Capu and, and Decore, who can probably shore that up. I mean, that midfield seems too good to be getting dragged into this. 
Southampton, are, like you say, I mean, they are relying on Danny Ings to, to get them out of trouble because they are terrible that, at the back good, end. Like, that's, that's not good. They're terrible if at the back end. If you're relying on Danny Ings, I don't think that's good. So the other teams down there, obviously Everton, we've already touched on them. They are too good, right? They're not They're not going to go down. They're, even if it means change a manager, Everton aren't it's going down. what they said about Leeds United. Have you heard that they've been linked with Jose? Who leads? No, no, no. Everton. Oh, Everton. <laughs> no, that would never happen, mate. You've got billionaire Jose, owner, mate. Everton. Yeah, I don't. I, well, unless the money talks for Jose, I, that's in your. It might be the only phone call he receives. <laughs> <laughs> so he's basically got all his eggs in the Arsenal Everton basket. Uh, yes. Wow. That's amazing, isn't it? To think that. Or, or, or is it? It will BNTV or whatever. BNTV will probably stay there until it's down. The sky, mate. The sky is right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, series on Sky. Villa, um, Villa are still down there as well. It's a. Uh, what do you for think? Me, for me, the, the worry for me, I think, is um, I, 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 I'm all in on Watford and Southampton going. I think those two will go. I think if I think Norwich. So Watford, I, you, I'm, you think Norwich might get out of this? I, I. There's, so, a, there's a part of me that thinks I don't want to judge them after 11 games. What I will say is I the one that worries me the most is Newcastle. Really? Because I I ain't seeing it. I mean, they did, they they did roll up on West Ham this weekend, big time. But, but West Ham... Been, as Everton proved, yeah. you know, it seems... Yeah. Uh, they're, they're Still, it's in their own backyard, though. It was a bit different to be kind of coming down to, to the London Stadium and putting a pasting on them. I know it ended 3-2. Um, they, I mean, they, they have to convert... Showing, those chances, though. Bruce is showing signs that he's, well, you know, against West Ham, it was the, the 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 play was a little bit more positive. Yeah. In terms of it wasn't, you know, two fucking wing backs and two full backs, you know, and and, and isolated Joe Linton up front on his own. You know, it didn't. It wasn't that which was promising, but it, I worry. I really worry about them because the likes of Almiron, it looks. He looks awful. His confidence is gone, mate. Throughout that, throughout that team, we've said it for what the last couple of seasons. They don't invest, so I think that ultimately will maybe. Well, if they manage to get out of it again, then fair play. But just, just whisper it though. Just whisper it, James. Burnley, they, they, they're getting sucked back into this. No, that, that's the dream. Okay, that's the dream. No, for, for what three defeats in a row. I think, I think Burnley will be fine. Three defeats in a row. Yeah, yeah they, they had a bad start last year, didn't they? Yes, but that was because yeah, of the Europa yeah, League. They ain't got the Europa form. League to get booted out this year. And they had patchy form up until Christmas as well. It was only in the turn of the year that they actually... I know, I know, it's hopeful. I think, I think what, what it's worth, I think it might be the three that we've got right now. Could be, it could be. I still wouldn't uh, rule out Wolves. There's seven draws, that's a lot of draws. If they, it's those, and a lot of them have been uh, like last-minute goals, if I remember rightly, like last five minutes. You know, if, they, if those goals don't go in, they're looking a lot lower down and they've still got Europa League football. They do. That is fair. I don't. I don't think they're gonna get. I think they'll game, be too I feel good. They'll be in the. I feel like they could be in the mix. Yeah, I think I, I kind of look at the teams thirteenth and above, and I think they'll be probably too good. Um, I think it's too early. I think we probably at the start, it's eleven uh, games in. We, we highlighted at the start. There's five point difference between you know what yeah, is it, sixth and and seventeenth. So you I mean, know, Crystal Palace are ninth now, and a couple of uh, weeks ago they were like fourth. Weren't they? I think I think I think we once we get to the um, once we get past the Christmas period where there's like you know a game every three days, and that that's where makes or breaks your season, see, doesn't it? Yeah, that's where you will see it. Um, let's move on to the uh, predictions uh, because obviously there's a huge game this weekend, a huge, huge, huge game. Um, 
We were going to cover it off in detail, but I'm using my creative control card and I wanted to get this over and done with because the football starts in 15 minutes. Chelsea are playing in the Champions League. I don't know what that feels the like. The Time Master agrees, mate. I'm, Ever- I'm all about yeah, this, you know. There we being go. With yeah. a Chelsea fan opposite us, I'm sure he's probably going to agree. I reckon if there is a game that we are going to go into a little bit detail, it will be the It would be that game. one, exactly. And then the exactly. other ones we'll, we'll skim through. So uh, the first one, we've got Friday Night Football. Always a pleasure. Always oh, my word. Yeah, Friday night. Relegation six pointer. We've just been talking about it. We're coming to this. Exactly. Norwich versus Watford. Wow. Oh, wow. Massive game. Oof. Because this- I think, I think Norwich get on the get back on track here. Carrow Road, mate. Under the lights. It's a fair yeah. point. I, 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 I'm going to agree I'm with you. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I am not convinced that Watford are going to turn it around under this manager. No. Um, Are we all going for a, a I'm going to take Norwich at home under the lights. Mm-hmm. And then we kick off on Saturday afternoon, half past 12 kickoff. Chelsea are playing at home against Crystal Palace. Yeah, Chelsea are in good form. Good form. I mean, I've been, I've been away. Best form of the league, mate. Best form of the league. Are. Won the yeah. last five. Yeah, we, it, the form has been good. Obviously, seven, we seven away games as well in a row or something. Yeah, it's been good. And more, more than just the, the results, the, the performance has been good. Um, Obviously, we've managed to to play United twice this year and lose both games so far. So I think we're doing the rest of the league a solid because we're ensuring oh, mate, that, that, that goal from Rashford, mate. By the way, was it here? Oh, obviously, I wasn't mate. here. Wow, wow! Like what goal? The man basically finds Rose Ed every time, and then he pings that sweet hit. Um, but basically, Chelsea done the rest of the league. In fact, the rest of football are solid here because they're giving the Ollie that little bit of a boost. Kind of Edward Woods looking, he's going, oh, they've beaten Chelsea twice this season. Look where Chelsea are. We're, we're basically... Bet- Still in the hunt for a trophy. <laughs> exactly. So I think um, I think we'll beat Palace. I think we'll probably too much. Please allow me to talk about Chelsea for the next 30 seconds. Go for it. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Right. <clears throat> Five league victories in a row. Mauricio Sarri might wish to point out that Chelsea managed exactly <laughs> the same feat at the start of last season. Did, yeah. But Frank Lampard and Chelsea supporters would stress that this time it does feel a little bit more sustainable. That's fair enough. Their opponents over this run, Brighton, Southampton, Newcastle, Burnley and Watford, would further prove Sarri's point. They are hardly the Premier League's creme de la creme and Chelsea took 15 points from a possible 15 in the corresponding fixtures last season as well. But what I would say is, look, Chelsea do look good. I um, think these are good fixtures for, for Lampard to bed himself perfect, in. Perfect, perfect. We said the exact same thing about Oli. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. we, yeah. we had a pish run when he joined and we won nine in a row, whatever it was. Um, on, on, on the flip side, and then if, it, if what happens to Frank, you know, what's happened to Oli, then that's not, not so good for But this them, is always the thing. Football, you know, football is an ugly game when, you know, when, it, when it turns. You know, and I, I said this. I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. I'll be interested to see what happens when something does go wrong for Frank and how he reacts to it. And I think he's a level-headed guy. You know, he, he speaks well. He, he's, he's got a lot of composure about him. So I, I think he'll be fine. But it does depend what happens because it's not going to be all be roses and stuff. No, absolutely like not. That. It's still very early, in this, and this is why That's I don't it. want to get Let myself carried in, away. I am but very one of the much. First things he had to do was to, to bring some positivity and good vibes back to that football club because it had gone really. Hard it had gone so, sour, so, and, and he's done that. I remember those good, good <laughs> vibes. They, they were great times, weren't they? Positivity, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I take Chelsea at home against Palace. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea for I, I think it'll be a tricky little game for what it's worth. Lunchtime kickoff, Palace a a, a, a tough game. Gary Kay was got a point to prove. I'm going for a draw myself. 
Fair enough. Cool. I, I think it could from be what I, from the little football I did see, I didn't, I, I didn't think Palace played too badly against Leicester. No, no, and that's that, that's that, that's that's honestly the reason why I'm yeah. going for it, to honest Um And they've got good results against the big clubs as well. Yeah. But I'm still going to go for Chelsea. Burnley versus West Ham. Dumpster fire game. This is both these teams are in terrible <laughs> form. This is a, this is a, <laughs> trash. Absolute <laughs> trash game. Um, I'm going for a classic collar prediction here. You know what's coming up, Jackson. Oh, that draw. I, I think definitely it's got draw. I think West Ham get back on track. I'm taking Burnley at home. I think I think West Ooh. Ham are in big trouble at the moment. They need their goalkeeper back. Can't they? Did, did you see their goalkeeper's performance this weekend? Just dreadful. Who is this guy that got in there at the moment at West Ham? I have no idea. He's like some 33-year-old Spanish awful, guy. Awful. Fucking terrible. I, but the, the Bernard goal, mate, should never have happened no, like, no, you know, a couple of weeks ago. He is not a good guy. He is awful. Um, they, they need Fabianski back as soon as possible. And I think kind of if you even looked at the XG last year uh, with West Ham, um, or XGA, uh, no, XGC conceded. There we go. Got there in the end. Um, there <laughs> uh, I think that Fabianski had one of those De Gea seasons where in any other season West Ham are doing significantly worse because their goalkeeper isn't saving all these shots and I think that we're now seeing that defensively they're just really poor did you did you see uh, Sam Maximan running away from Zabaleta I can't believe Zabaleta's still playing right back in the Premier League oh, it's, <laughs> it's amazing it's a joke isn't it the guy's literally running in custard and treacle and all of it put together <laughs> he's running in a bear trap <laughs> he looked like he looked like Gary Neville at the end of his main United run and Gary Neville knew Gary Neville quit. knew and I'm, I'm sure that Zabaletta was running me, yeah. after <laughs> Sam Maximum thinking need to hang it up need to hang it up um, Newcastle Bournemouth ooh it's a fun little game um, Bournemouth with a good victory at the weekend against a really poor Manchester United team uh, Newcastle looked pretty lively I'm, I'm, you know what, I'm going to take Newcastle at home I'm going Bournemouth away I'm taking Bournemouth away I think that Newcastle against that Questionable backline could be interesting. That, that could be a fun little game. Then we've got a, a, a true clash of titans here. Relegation Southampton six host Everton. A relegation six pointer here. Mm. If I'm if I remember rightly, we don't have a good record at. Um, at uh, I would say the Dell. Dell, yeah, I was going to say you and the St Mary's uh, recently. Um, draw, uh, you know. I'm, I'm clinging for a draw as well. You know, I've had all the, the life sucked out of me with this Gomez. And, and what I fear is it's done the same with the players as well. The players obviously were horrified and, um, by the incident. They can clearly see they were distraught. And I worry if that lingers. But then they galvanised together and they got, they you, got you, a goal. You can go one way or can I go think the you're other quite fortunate that you got Seamus Common in that dressing room. Yeah. Who, by the way, was being getting, getting a lot of shit because he went into the Tottenham dressing room Certainly. after the game from the Everton fans. I was really disappointed with your you know, fans are very questionable, getting. though, mate. Yeah, I know they, everyone they has them, but like some of your fans are pretty. We, we have a section. You have a section. Man, you know, I don't really have any fans. That, you know, actual proper fans. So we, you know, they claim they've got um, one point one billion fans worldwide. That's one in seven. <laughs> Mate, the, the only good fans that Man United have are the away support. They're quality. To be fair, they are. I'll give you your away support. Yeah, they're, they're the best. They're the best fans we have. But um, like I said, they can go one way or the other with this. They can either, you know, like I said, it galvanizes. They want to do something for, for Gomez, or you know, it can go the other way, and that's we've lost our influential player, and they're all distraught by it. I'm going to take a draw. I think I'm going to take a draw here. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing it as well. Three draws. Ooh, wow. Um, then we've got Spurs hosting Sheffield United. Sheffield United are going to do a job here. Oh, I like it. I like, you know what? I didn't know what to say. 
and your positivity just out of the fucking traps straight away like a bullet from a gun I'm, Mate, I'm this is a terrible game for Spurs to have Champions League football this week again for Spurs and they're, they're not in good they're form. not in good, really not looking good they don't look good um, in fact they, look, they haven't looked good all season simple as that I do not remember one game where I went that's Tottenham no no. Um, uh, what, what are you saying what are you saying Sheffield United won't lose I'm going to take a draw I don't think they'll win but I think I, I think it'll be a draw Sheffield United are really good on the road Kane should be back but I don't know if that makes too much of a difference I, I don't know yeah it's just a shrug of the shoulders. I just don't know at this point you, you just don't know with them. Um, half five kickoff Leicester City hosts Arsenal oh this is a good game under pressure there's some good games this weekend there, there, there's some goals in that game for sure it's definitely goals. Vardy versus David Luiz. Leicester have got one of the, the uh, best defensive records in the in the league. This, this, I think they got. They think they got the joint best defensive record. So coming up against that Arsenal attack, and then you said with Vardy in pretty hot form, who I noticed is also in your fantasy football team. Um, yeah, I, I transferred him in the night. The, the, literally, I reckon about Southampton an night. hour before the Southampton ah, game. Delicious. He, he's in form, and they're at home. So I'm going Leicester. Leicester. I'm going Leicester. I don't know. I'm definitely picking Leicester, but I could see this being like Manchester United beat Leicester earlier this season. This could be like a five-four, like that Liverpool Arsenal game, you know, like something mad. Yeah. Um, on to Sunday, Manchester United host Brighton. Oh. Brighton plays. They do play some good football, but that I might really help like Manchester United, though. Yeah, no, this mate, is the issue. I'm, I'm going for Brighton. I reckon Brighton will sit back. We're awful. Yeah, I, I think I think Potter's clever enough to realise the way Man United need to their opponents to come out to him. I think he will suck. I mean, this is it. I'd just be kicking the ball back to Manchester United and going, "Go on, then play for us." Yeah, because mm. we can't. No, we're hopeless. No, absolutely not. Um, but you've gone Man United, have you? I've gone Brighton. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh wow. Um, no, I'll go for classic. Going that draw. What about you, Woods? Oh. <laughs> They're going to get a penalty, Manchester United. So you're gonna, we're going for I'm, going, I'm going Manchester United. I, I think what's going to happen is they're going to play the same tactic, which is get the, get the kid that we signed from Swansea in the summer to run very fast and win a penalty. Yeah. That's about it. Um, on a side note, Paul Pogba may not ever play for us again. Oh, mate, no. He's... he's, he's I, I know he's... Fill, fill me in. Fill me in. I know there's some legitimacy he's in this. He's out December now, right, with injury. He ain't playing for us again, mate. Because he's going in January. I'm sure he is. Wow. He is dragging this out. I have, I have no doubt well, that he could be back sooner. But I think he just doesn't want to play for the club again. What, what is it? What's, what's he ankle? Right, with? ankle. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, with an ankle injury, who knows if you're fully healed? Oh right? no, it's still a bit sore. Oh no, my little ankle. <laughs> um, Wolves versus Aston Villa. Oh, Midlands derby. Europa League football for Wolves. Oh God. Yeah. I don't want to go draw again, but I think, I think this will be a spicy think, draw. I think Grealish is out of this game, isn't he? Who oh, is he? I think he might. They missed be him at the weekend Wolves. as well, didn't they? He I, might I, be. I'm not sure. The thing is, Wolves have actually drawn seven games, so to go for a draw probably wouldn't be the play worst, the odds, uh, isn't it? Prediction. Play the odds. Yeah, I'll take a draw. Yeah, you go and draw. Yes. Draw? I went for a Wolves win, and then the the hot tamale, Liverpool hosting Manchester City half four on a Sunday. This is. So important for the rest of the league, this game. You've got four minutes. Woods. Okay, uh, first is first. Pep Guardiola has already won the mind games. Um, he came out, I don't even know what he was asked about um, anything, but he obviously stuck the boot in on Sadio Mane and his diving ways. Something that I kind of feel, if you're Jurgen Klopp, you're kind of just going to go, 
all right, fuck off. I ain't going to even talk about this because there's no point talking about this. But no, no, since Saturday evening, apparently, Jurgen Klopp has been stewing on this because in his press conference yesterday, he couldn't help but take a nibble on it. Unbelievable. I couldn't believe it when I saw that he had had a nibble on it. And his, his explanation was there was contact, so it wasn't a dive. But it's like, no, it was a dive. He got booked. Everyone saw it. VAR looked at it. He got booked for diving. Let Liverpool have players that dive. We know this. They go down very easily. They won a lot of points last year from this. They've won a lot of points this year from this. But crucially, what Pep's done here is he's planted the seed as well in the officials' minds that these players like to go to ground a lot and also manage at the same time. And his players like to dive in a lot as well. They do. A.K.A. Ottomendi. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's, he's trying to help him out. He there. is. He is. Um, he, he's, he's rattled him a bit. And I love it. I love it. Because um, it was... It was it, like I said, it came from nowhere. It's it's a huge game though because what we uh, Liverpool uh, six points, five points clear, five or six. Uh, they are six. six six points. Okay, they go into Anfield and beat them. Firstly, they're the first team to win at Anfield in God knows how long. Uh, second, it's three points all of a sudden, um, and it is back. You know, being pressure on Liverpool. Coming into Christmas, they have got a disgusting fixture stillist coming up because they've got the. Uh, World Club Cup coming, so I think they're going to have to condense a load of games into some time over the Christmas period. Still in the League Cup. Fatigue starts to set in on those front three players because they are over-reliant on those. Those players start resting, they start dropping points. This is a massive game for Liverpool because if they win, it's the complete opposite, obviously. The gap is huge then all of a sudden and it then starts to feel the momentum's gone back with them. If they lose it, pressure ramps up, a lot of games to come. It's a massive, massive, massive fixture. Oh. It's, hard, it's hard not to disagree. I, I, I'm generally worried that, you know, I don't want you know, we said it was, it's early in the season, so maybe we should apply it to the, the title as well as the relegation. But I'm generally worried that if Liverpool win this, it's going to be really difficult for City. I know you pointed out the fixtures, Woods, but. It's a long way back. Liverpool, conti- Liverpool continue to, to prove people wrong, and it wouldn't surprise me if they like literally want to stick a middle finger up to the rest of the world and go, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to carry on doing this. Yeah, I mean. Th- I'm fascinated to see how the teams approach this game it, because it relies on on injuries and and you know not getting absolutely fucked. I mean, City City have had an, a pretty unfair amount of injuries on their team already this season, losing uh, Laporte and Leroy Sane for uh, significant portions of this season. Now, uh, Liverpool haven't had to deal with that burden yet. Um, that could happen. It might not happen. Sometimes it didn't happen last year. Did no, it? and I think that I remember kind of Chelsea going through seasons and winning the league because we didn't have that many injuries. And that sometimes happens is that the the healthiest team does tend to to win the league because uh, you don't lose those key players. And it's even just have losing the squad players in in the, the Christmas and January and February period where the games do start to rack up. Uh, it's a, it's a massive fixture. Um, can City going to Anfield, a place that's now being built as a fortress by Jurgen Klopp, and, and kind of like create a shock result, really? If anyone's set up to do it, though, it's this team because Trent Alexander-Arnold still looks like a complete liability at right back. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Gomez or someone else comes in and steps there because we've seen it previously. Klopp likes to kind of keep it tight, especially because Raheem Sterling's going to be playing out on that side. Does that knock his confidence, though, if he does that? It's an interesting I, I, point. I'll be, I'll be interested to see if he does that. We'll see. Because I, I think that sends a statement to Trent. It does, but he's done it previously. Not, not good enough. He's done it previously, and I don't mm. think he's one that really cares too much for 
hurt feelings. I don't think when... It's, it, it'd probably definitely be the right decision because he's not looking too good at the moment, is he? He's always yeah. out of position. That's the problem. And I think that he, sometimes he allows his athleticism to bail him out. You going to say something, Mike? You, you, you're coming in there? I'll say you've had five minutes instead of four. <laughs> Shall we get to it? So what, what, what are we saying then? Man C. I'm going to say City and I'm going to say City because they have to and sometimes I mean I, I sorry Riz, I, I want to agree with you I, want I know, to agree with both I, know. Of you. I really do but I'm, I'm saying Liverpool sometimes the have to is that extra bit of motivation that comes in when you've got two elite football teams going head to head winners and chumps oh god I'll start off with winners because I haven't seen too much football obviously over the weekend and as we've just been talk, talking about Liverpool I, I really I mean I, I shouldn't be loving Liverpool as much as I am but I really enjoyed Robertson's reaction to the goal he scored I thought that, that really sends a good winning mentality you just equalise you know with two or three minutes to go he wanted to get that fucking winner and they got it I think I thought fair play to you um, I, like I said I haven't seen too much football so I haven't really got much to go on I've seen the Everton game, the Palace-Leicester game and the Liverpool game, pretty much. I'm going to say Marcus Rashford uh, for the free kick of death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vanquishing Chelsea, the mighty Chelsea, the perfect golden Chelsea. Yeah. You got a fucking good draw as well, didn't you? Who did we get? Cole. Oh, it's Cole United, isn't it? Cole United, yeah. mate, yeah. Um, but yeah, and also in the goal, um, so Martial's, uh, I think the third goal we scored um, in the game before... Oh, um, sweet goal against Norwich. Beautiful stuff. That, Norwich, thank you. Yeah, really, really lovely goal. And decided to do it for that, basically. Not not based on this week, then? No. Okay. Pretty simple. Um, <laughs> Woods. In that case, then, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll take someone... I'll take Duncan Ferguson for his performance. In Paul Rideout, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, surely it's Rideout. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with um, Steve Bruce, because... Auntie Bruce. Auntie Bruce. I, think, I just want to give him a shout because like, yeah, that Newcastle blew the fucking doors off West Ham. I know it was 3-2 at the end, but they literally ravaged them in the first half. It should have been 3 or 4, even 5 nil in the first half. So um, credit where it's due. It, he looked like he was a man completely out of his depth. It seems that he's starting to get a bit of rhythm amongst that team. Um, midfield's starting to look a little bit different as well. I think he's now he's got Longstaff who missed the first part of the season. He's brought his brother in as well. And that's working quite well. I think overall they're they starting to look a bit of a better team. Um, I, I thought that they were doomed. I now do not. And what I will say is I hope they are. You... I hope they are going to be good. Yeah. Because I like, I like Newcastle. They're a team I, I feel for them. I feel, we've talked about this a lot of times. I feel for the fans. They've had a really, really horrible time over the last several years. And they deserve a bit of something to cheer about. <laughs> And we, we've all had our, been our critics of Bruce, haven't we? You know, for the start of the hey, season. Hey, man, not, man, you're a legend over there, yeah. 18 goals in one season. Exactly. Was it 19? You always tell me 18, but yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, loser of the week? Oh, um, well, for me, obviously, I'm going to go with VAR. Because I felt like, you know, there's some questionable decisions. You know, I could go with Son. I'll leave that with Woods, maybe. Um, but yeah, for me, just VAR. I don't need to, you know... VAR is bullshit at the moment. It's been bullshit since the start of the season. We haven't had the right... You said something to me off, off air at the beginning uh, before. You know, the arrogance of the Premier League. The, we've implemented it a season later than a lot of other European leagues, and yet we still haven't... We, if, if anything, we're, we're worse. It's, it's baffling how we've, how we've made something worse when it's been trialled across the, you know, some major European leagues, 
and we haven't learned from it. Yeah, and then it's my loser as well. As I said to you off, you know, before we'd start the show, it, it just stinks of arrogance the fact that you know the Premier League have brought it in. Oh no, we're going to do it our way. You know, we're not going to have pitch side things. We're not going to do. That's, that's the most you know, baffling thing, isn't it? It's all of that shit, and it's just like. Fuck off. You know, just do it properly. Don't do it in your stupid, oh, we're the best league in the world. Look at our brand. Fuck off. It does my nutting. Um, so VAR for me. Appalling. It's, it's been an appalling addition to the game. It's not worked well. Um, I'm going off uh, off track here, mate. Um, you know, when you're British and you watch American football, you can choose any team that you want to to support because you have no allegiances to anything in America. Yes. Well, this guy decided to support the New York Jets. Um, and this weekend, the New York Jets decided to play... Well, didn't decide. They, they played the Miami Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins, um, ever since the off-season, have been phoning it in. They are tanking big time. They want the number one over a pick. They've been getting spanked, like spanked on the regular. Jets, the Dolphins have been getting spanked on the regular for like 20 years. But, but this time, they're deliberately getting spanked on the regular, right? Okay. So uh, I always thought it was the Jaguars that got spanked. <laughs> So anyway, we, the Jets have had a pretty poor season so far. Our quarterback got mono. Um, he, yeah, he'd been out. He's back again. Um, but we've been humbled on, on a couple of occasions. Anyway, we've got the Dolphins. It's, it's, it's surely we're going to win this game. But no, the Dolphins basically rock up and slap the Jets all over the place. We look dreadful. Uh, this on top of the fact that it was a trade deadline this week and our GM decided to try and trade our best player for no reason at all. Um, our best player then kind of wanted clarification on this fact. And then the GM lied to him about what was going on, which has basically left our best player wanting to leave. Uh, our coach is a joke. It's just a complete dumpster fire. And I just wondered to myself, is how have I got myself in this situation? I could have been just like 90% of the British people over here and gone, I'm just going to support the New England Patriots. <laughs> but no, I support the fucking dumpster fire team that plays in the same damn division as them who get beat up every year by them. Ah, it's, it's miserable, mate. Miserable. Do you know what, Michael? I enjoyed your rant last week about rugby. Can I have a rant about American football? Can we never mention American football again on the pod? I fucking hate this sport so much. <laughs> I literally, you were saying words there, which I was like, what? Mono what? But mono, mono is like... A, Mono's like a disease. It's a disease, mate. That's nothing to do with the football. A disease of American football? Or? No, it's, it's <laughs> just a genuine disease. No, there were several things. I was like, I don't know who these players are, these men. I don't know who any of these people are. I, I didn't even say any of the players. You didn't listen to a coach? fucking word I said, coach? mate. Who is the coach? Was, was, who is Adam Gase. Why, why, why is he a player? I have a child. Look, Adam Gase, all you need to know about him is he's basically had a couple of head coaching gigs and he's got a losing record. So is he like like the Marco Silva of the... No, he's uh, absolutely... He's he a, is a fucking charlatan, mate. Some people... Right, he got brought in and everyone's like, oh, he's a QB whisperer because basically Peyton Manning vouches for him because Peyton... The what? The what? Peyton Manning. The, the QB whisperer? QB, quarterback, whisperer. Oh, right, okay. he got there. Um, was that someone that... Was, what, yeah, what are they going to do next? I, do you want to explain this to him? He's taking it literally, hasn't yes. he? Yes. <laughs> I have no idea what... This is what I mean. I have no idea what Basically, he's meant to be a guru who gets the most out of quarterbacks because Peyton Manning, one of the, if not the, greatest quarterbacks of all time, vouched for him in an interview. And the Jets went, if it's good enough for Peyton, it's good enough for us. And it turns out he's fucking awful. Eight games he's been in charge. Out. Just get rid. One and seven. Big club mentality, mate. Big club mentality. That's what you need. Yeah. On that note, on that weird American football note at the end, 
Um, if we if we covered rugby last week, America football this week, it ain't Formula One next week, right? Big shout out to oh maybe I should have had Lewis oh, Hamilton. No, no, oh, that's no. A shame. Uh, <laughs> that's a shame. That's a shame. Right, show's over. Six times. Show's world over. Champion. Doesn't matter. Show's over. If you think people are going to leave because of me talking about American football, they are definitely leaving if you're going to talk positively about that guy. <laughs> show's over. You can follow us on Twitter, Pod of Two Halves, iTunes, Spotify, Pod of Two Halves, everywhere you can think of. We're probably there. Anti Lewis Hamilton forums. We're there. Exactly. <laughs> Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Have a listen. Interact with us on Twitter, which is a good man to talk to. But yeah, that's the show. It's good having you back, Lee. Have you enjoyed being back? Mate, it's been wonderful. Uh, the jet lag is literally, I haven't even thought about it. I've enjoyed go. being back on the show. And now we get to watch some Champions League. We watch some Chelsea, aren't we? aren't we? There we go. Okay. It's one all, by the way. Already? Yeah. Well, this is what happens, mate. This is, this is what happens. About there American you football. Oh, you there just you wanted go. to talk about bloody Gomez and Son, mate. <laughs> on that note good night arrivederci adios uh. sports social podcast network hello it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.